Hey listeners, uh, we just wanted to let you know, as always, this episode of Two Dads in a Comic is produced in part by our friends at Bookshop Media, an independent online entertainment company dedicated to nerd and pop culture. Just go to patreon.com slash bookshopmedia to support the production of podcasts like Two Dads in a Comic and many more to come. Welcome to Dads in a Comic. I'm your host, Dan Riley, and I would usually say with me, as always, Ben Morris, but Ben's dead. Not today. Not today. Rip, Ben. Rip. Ben's dead. You're a and good guy. And by dead, just not here. That's um, dead. So I had to scrape up what I could <laughs> and bring in another comic friend, not another dad, but... I mean, I, I could be. I'm kind of more of a man than you are, so... Dick's bigger. It is. It so, absolutely is. is that? <laughs> it's the reason why my wife likes you so much. I know. I I mean, there's a reason why I'm, you know, number one in her life. And your daughter, so. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit you be the breadwinner. I don't want that responsibility. Yeah, fuck that. Um, <laughs> this is Krista June. Hi, everyone. Hey, all 20 <laughs> of you. And, uh, yeah, Ben couldn't make it. He had, I don't know what he had happen. Life events. Dead. Dead. She just, died. Just so. dead. And he'll be on here. the next episode. <laughs> His corpse. <laughs> we'll we'll raise him at the end of this. But uh, so normally what we would do for everybody who's used to listen to us is we'd talk about kid stuff. Uh, but Krista's lonely. I'm it's, not lonely. I have <laughs> well, I have I mean, fur babies. I have, uh, have people who love her. Well, forgive me for <laughs> wanting to further my career as an independent woman and you know establish myself before devoting every free time to a child that's an accident and a aurora crazy, and a crazy dog lady and it is, it's better than crazy cat lady that is true yeah but uh so how's your puppy doing she's good she, she had back surgery right she did she had a herniation so five thousand dollars later she oh is and six weeks later she's walking again and running and jumping and going up and down yeah. stairs things that she's not supposed to be doing but can't really stop her because she's an independent dog so so you have two don't is the third one did i don't i don't think if we knew about the third one did we i have three um so i have my two wiener dogs and yeah. then i got jack a year ago and okay, he's yeah, the toy australian right. shepherd yeah, and i'm right. really hoping that like my parents take him off my hands but i don't know if that's gonna happen why not they don't even no we're not even gonna do it i don't want to like not this they might listen yeah that could be bad i'm not trying to like make fun of them because i had a dog pass so i was trying to say like they've lost one yeah and like i know how my dad is he just lost uh his dog Ah, god a couple months ago it's like like, he's ready to just get another one oh is he really well like it was kind of sad because he didn't like attached to that dog is we've always had rottweilers yeah and the property that we're on when we stayed at my parents house we had to have him locked up because he started killing the neighbor's chickens well and we live out there and like the neighbor was like if it happens again i'm, I'm gonna kill him i'm yeah. gonna shoot him which my dad's like fair yeah so we had to keep him tied up which you hate to do that but he would always wander yeah. like he would let him off the line when we're outside and stuff we started getting out of his collar and uh he finally got out and my dad couldn't find him well someone ran him over on the road god dang man but didn't kill him (laughs) and my dad now mind you my dad wasn't super attached to this dog yeah he had to go and he had he had to put Put the dog dog down. down himself yeah but like when he did it like he had to go behind and he couldn't even like 
he closed his eyes when he pulled the trigger. I don't blame him. And like when he, my mom said when he walked, like when he got back into the house, he just yeah. like dropped his gun in the middle of the room and like just went to his office. I mean, that's a, but that's a rough thing. Cause I mean, yeah. even if you're not super attached, they are still a part of your family. And yeah. like oh, yeah. for my parents, this was like, we've had dogs growing up, but this was the first like dog that they got really attached to like how I am oh, with yeah. mine. Like your, your mom would always post. Yeah. Like and... your mom posted two pictures, mm-hmm. two types. The dog, mm-hmm. really good looking pictures of herself. First off, um, I've dealt with that my whole life, so at this point, it's still not surprising anymore. I can't even have her come to my work because everybody at my work, like my buddy Caleb, when he sees her, he just goes on a tangent about what he would do, the, just the awful things he would do to her. Pretty so, good looking mom. She's aged well. Yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> Chris I got, is hot mom. I got, I got nothing for it. I'm used to it at this point. <laughs> I took after my dad. It's still really funny to bring Son up. Son of though. a bitch. That's not when we were playing online, but how's your hot mom doing? None of your business is how she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was that one picture I sent to you? Like she posted? And I oh, my God. Because she was at bike week. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. That was the worst. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, oh, sending this to Chris. I, I was going to comment straight to it, and I was yeah. like, well, well, let's, let's just send this to her in a I text mean, message. My dad might kill you one day. I'm pretty sure he doesn't see you as a threat, so that's all right. Oh, probably not. I hope no, not. Absolutely not. Never. Because your dad's very large. He very would, large and in charge, man. He'd kick your ass in an instant. Oh, God. Yeah. I wouldn't try to fight it. I'd be like, let's just get this over with. <laughs> it's going to happen. I know Slowly that you were in the down. army. I know that you're a lot bigger than I am, but, and you're uh, more of a man, so. But what I was saying, like, you know, my dad, he, he wasn't super attached, but, like, he was still bummed. But Yeah. Like, then they have that, like, a gap they need to fill. Yeah. Like, I need to get something else. Another for... So, I'd, I'd be surprised if they didn't. I think eventually they'll probably want another dog. Because right now, my dad is seeming like he's getting really attached to Jack. Which I like. Because yeah. that's... I don't want to have to let Jack go. Jack is starting oh. to get aggressive with my Not other really. male jo- dog. Yeah. Uh, and I can't have that in the house. And I don't want to just give him away. No, yeah. Because I give a shit about him. So... Yeah. Um, but my mom's not ready. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I thought it was super weird, like, with my dad, because I figured my mom, she was like, all right, well, she didn't want to get another dog. One, because it's kind of the same thing. They want to get attached to another dog. They've lost a few dogs throughout the years. But, like, my take on, like, losing a dog is I'm like, well, that's another thing I don't have to take care of. Yeah. Well, you're a heartless human being. So, I mean, I've had dogs and I've lost them. I've been really bummed out. But, like, this one, I hate the dog we have now. Oh. And I hate how much he likes me. Like, I really do. Like, I'll take a shower and I'll leave the door open because yeah. it's really hot. He'll lay at the fucking base of the bathroom. Oh. Pisses me off. You say it pisses you off, but I feel like if Arsenal was gone, you'd probably be pretty bummed. No. You secretly love this dog. <laughs> we, I don't know. Like, I'd be kind of, like, because there's times where he's, like, nice and calm. Yeah. Like, I can't wait till we get to the, um... The level where he's, like, older and calm. Yeah, and he's not like, hyped he's up He's still pretty good for us. Like, he's crate trained. He shits in the crate every now and then. Like, if we both leave at the same time, like, to go to dinner. Yeah. He'll shit in the crate. <laughs> but besides that, like, I mean, you saw he listened pretty well to me anyways. Went straight in the crate. Yeah. He listens pretty well for me anyways, just because he's scared of me. Mm-hmm. Morgan hates it. But yeah, I'm that's like, a... well, I'm the only one who disciplines him. So. <laughs> Rule with an iron fist. So when I yell at him, he's yeah. going to think something, he's about to get smacked or something. Good luck with Aurora with that. She's going to just smack her too. She's going to run the shit out of this I'm house. Punch her in the throat. You can try. Gonna she's going to, sh- I guarantee you, she learns Krav Maga by the time she's six. By me. No. Beating her. <laughs> punch her in the nose. She, ha- 
<laughs> she has it to learn little, how to dodge and duck. It got a little there when I just said beating her. Please don't call the police on this. He's not actually going to beat the shit out of his daughter. I'll fight them, too. <laughs> These noise levels are amazing. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> Is that SpongeBob in the background? No. No, they, it can't pick the SpongeBob up. Sometimes if she yells, it'll yeah. pick her up. But it's, you know, because we don't have an actual. We used to have in the other spot we're at, we had a separate room. Yeah. It was like the studio slash office. So it was like, never had to worry about background noise, SpongeBob, her yelling about what the fuck ever. Yeah. But now we do. But it's dad life, yo. Hashtag dad life. Hashtag dumb life. Dumb life. I almost said the forbidden word. Ooh. <laughs> You'd got in trouble. <laughs> and we just lost a dollar. But, uh,. So your so your baby's doing good now, walking. Yeah, she's your doing pretty good. Quote unquote, up. air quote, baby. She is my baby. <laughs> I love her. I don't need you know kids. Who say, you know who says that? People who don't have real babies. Do you know who says that? People who have their finances and careers in order. That's who says that. Hey, I'm doing pretty good for myself. <laughs> I'll pay for that thing. Morgan does. I mean, you contributed a portion of yourself to her. That's about it. Shot I mean, her, you could probably leave and be like an absentee father, and nothing would change in this household. Not about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, hey, why not? It's on. It's on I the bottom of the to-do more. list. Yeah, <laughs> it's in there. One day when just Morgan makes me so mad, just see you later. <laughs> Deuces. Yeah, enjoy. Have fun raising a single. Couldn't being a single that mom. Asshole. Kidding me. <laughs> but uh, so my baby. Yeah. Real baby person, like human. Yeah. You know, Aurora. Soul, gloves. I mean, SpongeBob. She's still kind of like a dog, in a sense. Kind of. I mean, you have to feed her on certain I schedules. Do. On the floor. You, yeah, she crawls around on the floor. You give her, you pet her. I petted her. So. <laughs> it, I mean, it's only a natural reaction when you see a baby is to pet him like a, like oh, a dog. Oh, yeah. Smack her in the nose with a newspaper, which does something bad. So, yeah, it's about the same. Except, Shock collar. You know, yours will probably eventually fail out of college and then have to be a stripper. So Probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm banking on. <laughs> She's got to take care of us somehow. Better get to dancing. <laughs> so how is Aurora otherwise? She's good. Um, her her vocabulary has expanded quite a bit. To include? Uh, she will now like point to the kitchen. Yeah. And say eat when she Aww, wants lunch. That's cute. Um, one thing that pisses me off is when I'm eating, she'll walk over and say bite and just open her mouth. She'll bite. She knows how to run this house already is yeah. what she does. So I just punch her. Yeah. No, you don't. It's not a baby abuse in this Morgan, episode. <laughs> Morgan, you would wake up with a slit throat. Yeah. This, she's. The, I used to be like so hardcore. Not hardcore, but like cause I'm talking about like sharing bites of food. Yeah. I never share a bite of food with anybody. Yeah. And he didn't give a shit. I'd have my nephews like puppy out and I'd tell them like, I don't give a shit. Just push this is my food. No. It's fucking kid. She'll look at me and do that whole, like, bite and open her mouth and mm-hmm. just sit there. Or you'll hear from, like, the side, uh. You have to give in to her. Makes me so mad. You got to. But I give her a bite anyways. There you go. See? She's rubbing her belly. Oh, and now. Baby. I don't know where the hell she got it from <laughs> at all. Because she hasn't been around anybody who's pregnant. Yeah. Nothing. There's no way she would know this from anywhere <laughs> from that we know of. She'll point to her belly and say, baby. Yeah. And I told her, there better not be or I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> Oh, uh, wait. Maybe Morgan's, like, secretly pregnant and That's you just don't know. That's what my sister said. Because, like, Aurora also went up to my brother-in-law who watches her. Yeah. And he's not, he's like me. He's got a belly on him. And Aurora, like, went up and pointed at his stomach and said, baby. <laughs> so we're like, no <laughs> idea where it's coming from. That's what my sister said. She's like, maybe Morgan's secretly pregnant? It could be. And, like, Aurora's, like, sensing it. That's possible. 
Yeah. Children have secret power sometimes. What? She's an X Men. <laughs> she was born a mutant. We're fighting crime. There you go. I don't, but I don't know what power she would have because you're worthless. So. Well, we just went over it that she would have the power to sense people are pregnant. So she okay. So she has the power. She open your stupid ears. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what powers that she would develop from Morgan aside from probably just absolute heartlessness. Flip a mean burger. <laughs> <laughs> or tell people to flip a mean burger. She would have excellent leadership skills. Yeah, that's true. Dude, I hope she takes over like leadership skills from her mother. Yeah. Like I don't feel like I'm a bad leader. Like Yeah. But Morgan's, Morgan's pretty strong. She is. She's pretty hardcore. Yeah. Like I've always said I would I'd be fine working with Morgan cuz I do my job wherever I'm at. Yeah. But like she tells me about like or I've seen her like the way she talks to them. Not like she doesn't degrade him or anything, but she just doesn't take shit. She's like, "I don't care." Like, it's, she's made people cry. See, that's why I wish that she would have applied at my facility, because I think that she would have made an amazing correctional officer, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. She's got, she's just, she has the attitude for it to take no shit. Well, she's, uh, she's going to be applying for officer jobs in Atlanta and Manatee County. Oh, that's right. She did say that. Here's the thing. Like, I'm super Mm. proud that she wants to go there. I've wanted to go that route. This day and age, I'm ner- I'm so nervous about it's a, it. It's a terrifying job field. And, like, before it was always dangerous, but, like, mm-hmm. how it is now, like, just with how many people are so anti-cops, like, it makes yeah. me so angry. And you see the videos posted all the time oh, yeah. of people taking out. I mean, you see the videos of cops, you know, the yeah. shady ones, too. But, yeah, you're seeing an uprising of videos of people taking out cops. I just watched one the other day of a guy of a cop. He was chasing down a guy just trying to get him to stop, I think, for, like, some minor shoplifting violation. And he, what it is. Yeah, and he chased minor. him down, like, a block and a half. The guy wouldn't stop. And so he finally catches up with him. And dude just turns around and pops him five times in the chest. Yeah. And the cop runs back to his car, calls for help, and, like, his body cam is showing the whole thing. So you see him, like, it, first sitting up and then slumping yeah. down and then trying to stand up and not work. You yeah, see his breathing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that is a terrifying job field. It is. Yeah, like, I, I uh, whenever I talked to you, uh, God, like, a year ago about going applying, over yeah. and applying, my, like, at that point, my plan was to go work there for a little while mm-hmm. and possibly go into, like, local law enforcement. Yeah. Because, like I said, since I was a kid, like, my dad was a cop in New York City for 20 years. So that's what I always wanted to do. But, like, I just, I don't know. Like, like my whole thing is I can imagine not coming home yeah. to Aurora. No, I don't blame you. And, like, Morgan, we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, she has the viewpoint, like, because her parents are both cops. Mm-hmm. She goes, you know, if my parents passed away on the job, she goes, I'd, I'd be proud of them. Yeah. And I wouldn't, like, regret them doing it. And I'm like, well, I, I get that. Yeah. You know, because, like, if that happened my dad, I'd be proud of him. You know, he did what he believes in. But at the same time. You're still without a parent. Still without a parent. I'm so, happy. I, you know, unfortunately, yeah. Morgan's circumstances, you know, she's lost both her parents young. Yeah. But, like, I, both my parents are around still, and, like, they have their issues, but yeah. I couldn't imagine them not being here. I can't either. You know? But, I mean, corrections is the same route. So, when she said, when well, when you both said that you wanted to join corrections, I was surprised. Because we just had two correctional officers that got killed probably about a month or two ago on a transport bus. And really? then the convicts escaped, and then they got captured. Oh, the, um... Mm-hmm. Over oh, yeah, and then yeah. that was only about two hours, two and a half hours from here, and so now you know they're petitioning for death row for these two. I saw that, but not even. But two weeks later, another CO got killed over, and I think like um, 
I want to say like Massachusetts or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, from, from an internal line. scuffle. Yeah. It was a female and she mm-hmm. got beat over the head with uh, like a lock or something and bled out. And I mean, I mean it's, it's, yeah, it's all, it doesn't matter if you're in corrections. Yeah, law street, enforcement like it's is all... just inherently dangerous oh, no matter yeah. where you go. I saw this crazy video the other day. Um, and I'm sure you've seen it. It's been making the rounds. Uh, this guy, I guess, was drunk. Yeah. And the cops gave him a ride. Was give, They were giving him I don't think they were arresting him or anything because he wasn't in cuffs in the back of the seat. Okay. Well, he started messing with something. And the cops looked back. He had a gun on him. <laughs> and he went to pull it. Yeah. And he didn't get far enough because the, the one cop in the passenger seat noticed. Mm-hmm. So they went back and got it from him. Yeah. But at first, like, I didn't realize, like, all you saw was a guy in the back of a cop car mm-hmm. uncuffed. And you're like, yeah, well, that's weird. And, like, a lot of people are like, well, those cops aren't doing their job. I don't know. Turns out it came out that the guy was drunk. Yeah. And they were just giving him a ride. And he was to the point where he didn't know what was going on or something. So he started to pull the gun he had. Jeez Louise. You know, they got away from everything. He probably got arrested then. Yeah. But... <laughs> Surprise. But, yeah. So how, how the hell did we get on that? At this point, I don't know. Nah, there's, there's never any time. It's just a tangent, a rabbit hole. So let's talk about how... You're inconsiderate. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take and it. I'll take it. We make plans to record. You um, push off. One. You push okay. Off. So fair enough. I'll give you that point. Also, you hit me up on the two days where I work at the prison, and I'm tired as shit when I get off of work. It's no excuse in podcasting. And I don't want to do anything. It's no I mean, not right. all of us can just you know sit around and watch videotapes all day. We can't talk about that on here. <laughs> Are we not allowed to? No. Well, fine. I'll cut it out. Damn it. He'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Um, yeah. Well, now I don't know what to talk about. You know, I was really hoping that you still vape so I could make fun of you on I here about it. I don't vape anymore. You did. You, I realized. I'm one of those people. Well, I realized I was becoming a douche and I decided to change it pretty quickly. Yeah. So I just went back to giving myself cancer. I told Morgan, I was like, I can't hang out with her anymore. Not that we hung out a whole Says bunch the guy at that point. who's doing fidget spinner tricks on his shoes. Okay. <laughs> Between the two of us, I'm pretty that sure was, you or your douche. That was ironic. Much bigger than mine. That was ironic. No, it's not. You thought you were cool. Did it come off with, like, a serious? Yeah. Did it really? We made fun of you like nobody's business. Oh my God. Josh like, and I did. I didn't, like, put that up thinking that was really cool. Like, because I was watching videos where people were, like, fidget spinner tricks. And I was like, oh, I'm cool now. You gave the wrong impression. We made fun of you. But I commented, am I cool now? Yeah, we thought you were serious. No. Yeah, we did. You should know me better than that. We made fun of you pretty pretty badly. Me and I Josh. mean, well deserved. There you go. Because I made fun of you a lot for vaping. <laughs> and and Josh is just an easy target at any point. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you don't want to send him into a rage, you just kind of poke the bear Sometimes a little bit. Sometimes you try. I'll play Disney songs for him when I see him starting to, starting to rear up. Does it push him over the edge? Or does no, it, it calms down? him down. Really? It's like the Hulk coming down when, you know, Black Widow has her phrase that she tells uh, him. Yeah. It's almost like that. I never understood that. That was kind gotta, of unexplained and weird. It's got to be some sort of conditioning that they put him through. Some sort of subconscious. I guess. I feel like there should have been a little more backstory to that. There absolutely should have been. Like, I love Marvel movies, but I think they get away with a lot. Like, At this point, they onic- can. They can. I feel like they shouldn't, though. I feel like they shouldn't be able to get away with. They're Only just, because, like, yeah, other movies, if they made the same thing, like, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh. It'd be confusing. That makes no sense. Yeah. It's like, mm, but what about the random poem that Hulk is like, hey, I like that. 
Yeah, well, I think they're at this like, point, no, get it. well, they're so well established at this point, and I think that they just assume that everybody has is familiar with all of these backstories to be able to get away with doing something like that. And I'm sure that somewhere along the lines, that's probably, I mean, I read the ultimate line, mm-hmm. so I was really disappointed. Not I was, I love the Marvel movies, but like when Civil War came out and it went, you know, a different way, and then the ultimate line, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure that's probably somewhere in some canon story. The poem? Not necessarily the poem, but maybe some way, some phrase or saying to to bring, you know, Bruce Banner back or calm Hulk down. Are you uh, are you caught up with current comics like when Marvel? Not necessarily what with about Civil War Marvel. Two? No, I have to. I haven't dedicated oh, I the time. Spoil well, something. I'm doing Legion Quest right now, gearing up for Apocalypse. Okay. So I'm trying to get through that. I'm going. We're doing. Uh, we're working on the Dark Knight Metal stuff right now with DC. Okay. Oh my God! I'll let, I should let you borrow it, but I don't know if I get it back. Probably wouldn't. Probably because you still, have, which I have one of yours. There you somewhere. go. It was a fair exchange at the end of it. <laughs> and we both ruined <laughs> each other's books. We did, I, but I think I bought you a new one. No. Oh, you did. I had the intention of buying you a new one. Well, no, because I think I accidentally ruined your. Um, um, what did I let you borrow? I know that I borrowed one of your Batman. It, uh, yeah, you had the, the my favorite Death in the Family. Yeah, Death in the Family, my favorite book, by the way. Um, <laughs> I have your was it Invincible Iron Man? Ultimate Iron Ultimate Man. Ultimate Iron that's Man. That's right. I have. Okay, that was and my first Ultimate line too. It's ruined. Yeah. Well, I yours is too. Here. So, <laughs> just just the just the cover for it is ruined. Ah, uh, see, for there. yours it's like the pages. Well, you're a dick. So. Well, it was Morgan. <laughs> she. I forgot what happened, but like there was some moisture on the top pages. So yeah. Kind of got stuck. Uh, I felt really bad. I was like, I didn't tell you for the longest time. And I was like, I'm just gonna buy another one. I'll give it to her. And then like you hit me up and you're like, so. I, I might have to get you another one. And I was like, well, how about you? Don't worry about it. We'll just because I ruined yours. We'll just buy ourselves. I thought our you own were books. a little too forgiving on that. I thought so because I did because like I think I accidentally like ripped the. Well, wait, did I tell you? I think I told you about yours. Prior. I, don't, I don't remember because i told you about it and i told you i was gonna replace it yeah that's right because i told you i was gonna replace it and then i later probably on, said that i had to replace yours something like that and then i was like well let's just not worry about it and buy our own books <laughs> so pretend it's not real pretend it didn't happen i meant to tell you like we should still trade those back because i there's i think yours is still readable <laughs> well yours is absolutely still readable yeah, it's just the cover it's just the cover the that got a little badass on that one. it is it is it's the well it's the dust flap yeah oh what. Oh, yeah. so it's, no, the no, book's it's fine, fine. It's the dust flap. It got a little oh, ripped up. I feel a little, little worse. No, nah, not really. Well, I mean, I, I actually take care of the comics usually that are Listen, in my possession. So. You see this? I see them haphazardly piled up. Yes. This, this is my where they're box. where they're able to kind of you know this is get that natural full. groove. Okay. Okay, this is 100% full. I can't fit anything in here. Well, I built a comic book wall in my house, so I have to feed a child. You're a little <laughs> behind the times. <laughs> well, like. There you go. Is that better? Listen, well, do you see this? I mean, it's not not. How during the Greenland Corps, issue one variant cover signed by Robert Venditti. What do you know about that? I don't know very much about DC. I'm going to be honest with you because I like to read superior comics. You should really read metal. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll let you borrow it. Metal? I mean, I'll read it. I'm almost done with Legion Quest. I think I've only got three more in that series. I don't think you need anything. Oh, that's two. No. I'll get it for you uh, in a minute. Okay. Before you leave. I did I'll pick actually, up. I'll get you, I won't get you um, Metal One. I'll probably get you The Forge. Because 
the way they're doing their lineup. Now, now here's the thing for me between DC and Marvel. Yeah. I know you're more of a Marvel person. Yeah. I'm more of a DC person. Yep. I don't like the way Marvel sets up all their books. The reason why, I, I like the, what they try to go for. Yeah. Because like their whole thing is like all their books yeah. tie in, which it's great in theory. My problem with it is because there have been times where I picked up books and to understand some, you have to have like backstory and other, other characters. Books. Yeah. And then to understand those, you need like I like the idea of it. Like it's all connected. Yeah. I love it, but I just. I think it's very practical. It can be very confusing as a jump in for anybody that's like new to the comic book yeah. world, especially Marvel after having watched the movies and they're like, well, I want to get into this comic series yeah. and you can't just go and pick up any, you know, God, no. Yeah, exactly. And so you really you, can't do that with any comic for no. the most part. Cause a lot of them are in, you know, what, like six to 10 issue arcs. Pretty and, much. And then, you know, who knows what happened before, before yeah. that current storyline. And then, that's why, I mean, that's why I like the pull list. Like, I just went to Mountain Man Comics, and mm-hmm. I had a Legion pull list, because I love X-Men. They're, you yeah. know, my all-time That's why I figured favorite. we'd do this book. I was trying to think yeah. of what we can go over, and I was like, oh, shit, I don't know what she has. I don't, I have, a, I've been getting the new Old Man Logans. Oh, my goodness, um, I love Old Man I actually Logan. canceled them, because mm-hmm. they were just sitting in my box, so I'm just picking up whatever I have left. Oh. I'm down to only, like, three... Like pull list items. I read Fear Itself. I've been reading a lot of the Fear Itself series to mm-hmm. to include Logan in yeah. that, and then, but Legion Quest is my newest one because I want to read about Apocalypse. Because I mean, I'm mean, spoiler alert, but the end end of Legion Quest, he, I mean, he's an Omega level mutant. He's amazing, and he yeah. erases himself from all existence and time because he realizes he's more of a danger than anything else. And oh, I shit. think that that's freaking amazing. <laughs> I really want to spoil Civil War for you. Civil War too. I mean, I have. Wait, no, I have read Civil War and Civil War 2. I'm the one that gave you the Ultimates, or I think I told you I had the Ultimate Civil War. Civil War 2 was, like, only a year ago. Oh, then I have the Ultimate Civil War. I'm going to spoil something for you. Do it. Hulk gets killed. I feel like that's impossible. Bruce Banner comes up with this this one thing that can kill him. Yeah. He gives it to Hawkeye. Ooh. And he he gives it to Hawkeye and tells Hawkeye, you're the only one who Mm -hmm. will, like free of bias will yeah. like use this if need be and turn I, for, I forgot what happens where he needs it but oh yeah he slams that arrow in the fucking hulk do you know what's kind of crazy though but the, they're about to bring hulk back well in the banner one not that garbage yeah. asian Fu oh, Manchu, yeah i was not a faux fan of hawk, that one. hulk what's actually really interesting about that is the fact that in the ultimate lines which the movies were initially following or loosely following yeah um in the Ultimates line, Black Widow turns out to be a double agent. Mm-hmm. Similar to how Civil War is, she played both sides. But yeah. in the Ultimates line, she was still working for Mother Russia. So, really? yeah. And she, because yeah. she was on Tony Stark's team. Mm-hmm. And so something happened. I think she got all beat up or something like that. She was in the hospital. And that's when she confessed to Hawkeye and Tony Stark about how, you know, spit on you, you know, it's all about the motherland, all this and that. And Hawkeye is the one that puts her down while she's in the hospital bed with an arrow. Oh, so in both lines, Hawkeye is the, uh, yeah. the one that takes Hawkeye's care of him. Badass. He is. Jeez. But uh, what I was to say before is like with Marvel, like if you really want to like fully understand a line, like you have to get so much. You have to do a lot of research beforehand if you do, if you just want to do a like, jumping in point. You have like, say you have a big Avengers line going, mm-hmm. and you need Iron Man in it. Yeah, that's gonna kind of have Iron Man dealing with that. Yeah, the way DC does it is like they have their All Star Batman, which mm-hmm. is like its own thing. 
that line has nothing to do with Justice League or Detective Comics or Batman. Yeah. And then, like, they have, they do have, like, right now, the metal one. It's a big kind of crossover. It's sort of like what Marvel does. Yeah. But on a smaller scale. Okay. I think it's, it just seems a little easier to get into for me. It's not as expansive multiverse. And I do think, like, especially with the new stuff, the stories are better DC, but that's just me. I mean, that's an opinion. I li- Don't get me wrong. I like, <laughs> like uh, we did uh, one of the past episodes on Secret Empire. Yeah. I don't know if you listened to that one. No, nope. of course not. <laughs> Listen, I just want to let everybody know, if you get a podcast and you're like, hey, my friends will listen to it. No, they won't. I listen to your podcast. How many? I've listened Two. to... I'll listen to your one at Mountain Man Comics. I'll listen to your very first one. That's a long and I listen, one. Yeah, I know. That's a long one. And I listened one. to your very last one that you sent me a text message. Hey, can you listen to this? I did that. I listen. I, I did it for you. Okay? I, I really only have, like, there's only really a few of us, like, comic I subscribe to it. In... Isn't that enough? <laughs> no. I need listens. I listen it. to it. But we only have, like, so many people in our, like, comic. I listen to it like... for Ben. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Ben's dead. <laughs> I don't know if you heard at the beginning of this podcast. God rest his soul. Ben's dead. God rest him. But uh, but yeah, I needed like someone who I knew would listen to podcasts and like who knew comics and like I needed an opinion because hmm. like I have other people who listen yeah. like uh, John Henderson mm-hmm. uh, from you know John from GameStop. He yeah, li- he listens to this thing like crazy, like multiple episodes, especially in like the first year yeah he would listen to multiple he would like bring up things to me and ben and me and ben were like what the hell are you talking about and he'd be like it's on that episode you why don't you ever include him well he lives out pretty far in lj we live in murphy yeah that so. is kind of a i mean we really we honestly didn't plan on ever doing like a whole lot of guests yeah um but with trying to be more consistent you know, I'm starting to reach out more. Like, uh, I, I, Phil listens every now and then. Phil would be a fantastic on, co-host. Oh, yeah. I plan on bringing yeah. Phil in, AJ, at some point. Mm-hmm. AJ would be really good. AJ. AJ's good because he knows both. He's a really big fan of DC, and he's a huge fan oh, of yeah. Marvel, His too. So, fucking, he, yeah, he like would be. Like, yeah. Their knowledge of comics, like, it's that a, well uh, yeah. runs deep. It does. It absolutely does. I would say that AJ probably knows more about DC than he does Marvel because there have been a lot of things about Marvel that I've informed him about. Yeah. But, I mean, he he knows a lot of old stuff, too. Yeah, like, I have people come to me, and I don't, like... I've realistically only been in, like, comics in the past 10 years, maybe. Maybe not even that long. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I have a decent amount of knowledge. Like, mm. I have people, like, oh, my God, how do you know, like, as much as you do? But, yeah. like, being around, like, Ben and AJ, I'm like... You realize you don't know anything? I don't know anything. Like, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have this show. <laughs> like, Ben, take this from me. I don't know what I'm doing. Me. Oh, the funny thing is, um, talk about our producers a little bit. Yeah. They mirror me and Ben. Like, if it wasn't for... So, the, uh, the guys who produce... Mm-hmm. The, uh, our show. Yeah. They have their own show. It's called The Late Nights. It's part of Bookshop Media. Um, it's Kevin and Joseph. Okay. Now, Kevin... O- hi, or, Kevin and Joseph. Hi, Kevin and Joseph. <laughs> Joseph always says, if it wasn't for him, there wouldn't be a podcast. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Kevin, there wouldn't be a reason to listen. That is a lot like you and Ben. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, like, we're both entertaining. Ben just... Some of the stuff he comes off the top of his head... <laughs> It's insane. <laughs> like, sometimes I have to, like, reel him back a little bit because it's getting a little far from... Uh, ben, rabbit hole. Let's get back. Yeah. Let's, come, let's come back yeah. a little bit. But, uh, 
But yeah, and like it just their knowledge is fucking insane. Yeah. Blows my mind, and I know a decent amount. Mm-hmm. But um, I tell you that one of the proudest moments of my life was when, because I'm kind of similar to you. Like my first real, like I, I subscribed comics as a kid. You know, I was on again, off again reading X Men and yeah. GI Joe when I was a kid, but nothing. Like I didn't dedicate the time to read an entire line until probably about 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, I read. Uh, yeah, I started reading the Amori Wars, which is from Evil Inks, and it's mm-hmm. um, it's based on you know Coed and Cambria's music and written okay, and yeah. drawn by Claudio yeah. Sanchez. And it's an amazing, immersive storyline. It's a little confusing and whatnot with the Koganas and, you know, Heaven's Gate and whatnot. Those comics are. Yeah. But that, I mean, that was my first comic line where I actually went in and I got the entire series start to, well, it's not finished yet, but as much as I could at the time. Yeah. And got super into it. And then from there, it just went, you know, on and on and on. So probably about six years ago, I went on a road trip with my parents Mm -hmm. and we were stopping at comic book shops along the way. Because I was, you know, I'm trying to, because, you know, I have a comic book wall, and I love comics now, and I'm trying to find as much as I can, and making all sorts of these pull lists, and we stopped, I think, somewhere in, like, Wyoming, and I found a comic book shop, and I went in, and being a, I know it's, it's not always easy to relate to sometimes, but being, like, a female and being as nerdy as I am... Like I get, a, I there's a mixture between awe and hate, and I've gotten a lot of hate my whole life. People expect me to know more than my male counterpart because they think I'm just like a bandwagon nerd or female. Yeah. Like, Girls don't know this stuff. They don't play video games. Uh, fuck you. Dumbest, first off, <laughs> dumbest thing ever. <laughs> so I went up into this comic book store, and at first, this con the 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 guy behind the counter was really condescending because all I wanted, you know, I was in the middle of reading. Um, a Doctor Who line by IDW, mm-hmm. and um, it had the Eleventh Doctor in it, and so I was looking for all the, all of these. Doctor Pooh? Yeah, no, Doctor Who. Doctor Pooh. First off, you don't talk about the Doctor. Hashtag like Doctor Pooh. So get it trending. Well, he was starting to be really condescending to me about it. Um, you know, saying things along the lines of, "Well, I bet you don't have this," or, Ooh. <laughs> and so I stepped up, and I, you know, and I was going toe to toe with him until finally I had ended up besting him in some doctor who knowledge. And then I felt really good about myself. And then he sucked your dick. Yes, he did. That was a good night. <laughs> knowledge dick. And then that was the moment I realized I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what? Fuck everybody that, that thinks that I don't know as much as they do about this shit. Like I like it just as much as you. Yeah. I mean, even if you're just like the movies and you don't read the comics, mm. fuck those people that want to give you shit about it too. Yeah. Like me and Ben talked about the only thing that bugs me with that. And I try to, like, I try to keep it on, on a chain because I try not to be like, the fuck do you know? Yeah. Like, what bugs me is, let's take Harley Quinn is the number one example for me. Yeah. Now, it's nice because we talk about Harley Quinn on this, and Ben's not going off on a rant. Ben hates Harley Quinn. <laughs> not OG Harley Quinn. He loves Paul Dini. Harley yeah. Quinn. The current Harley, he hates her. No. Can't stand her. Which, her Comic-Con's trash. I have read it on and off. I haven't really dedicated time to it. I've only read one issue, but I had a lot of hope for it because Hal Jordan was in it. Yeah. It was horrible. uh, Harley Quinn's little black book. But uh, but anyways, like one thing that like I absolutely couldn't stand Mm -hmm. when, and I guess like, I don't know, like if you're a real fan of this thing, like Mm -hmm. I don't like when people pretend to know more than what they actually do. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Like, they'll talk about Harley and they'll say something. I'm like, well, no, that's not it. Yeah. That's That's like when people talk about X-Men with me and they try to spat out some bullshit. And it's just like, um, you do realize. Where they're all gay, right? Yeah. Like, you do realize that that's not the case, right? Yeah. 
I get what you're saying. It, it's it's like you said, like the like bandwagon people. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. That, who get in it because it's the cool, cool thing. thing to oh, do. Oh, Harley Quinn. Like, one thing that I always hate was like when people would be like, oh, in a relationship like Harley and Joker. I'm like, oh, you want to be B and <laughs> mentally abused. Yeah. Cool. Like, exactly. That's, it's not the greatest relationship to ever. No. Like, look at and like want. <laughs> Until they're in it and then the police are called. And they're like, Oh, this isn't a good this thing. Is, this is terrible. Yeah. Oh. Oh, my goodness. It's abuse. Okay. What's, what's happening? But uh, that's one thing I've always, like, I, I'll think about every now and then, because, like, the band where, like, comic movies are so big, and now people are getting yeah. into comics, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I've always been into Batman, but, like, mm-hmm. just recently, like, I'm like... And now people are going to look at you like you're the bandwagoner. bandwagoner? Yeah. Like... <laughs> That but, is that is kind of crappy in that aspect. But for my like, I was picking up the DC stuff before. Yeah. Really. So I was doing it before. It was cool. Hipster. Hipster. <laughs> hey, let's pull vapes out. Vape it up, yo. Hey, do you want to talk about the Starbucks drink that you had me get you? Yeah, my pumpkin. Your <laughs> my pumpkin. Your uh, vagina drink. Listen. <laughs> every year Thanksgiving since I was a child. Goodness. I had a pumpkin pie to myself and pumpkin bread to myself. I can see where it led you. I <laughs> sort of fat joke. It's fucking me. Hang out with my wife too much. Oh, it, it was. I was thinking about that. God, it was last year actually because I'd have John get me a drink. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to get pumpkin drinks in shame now. I'm shamed for pumpkin drinks. I would be ashamed having to order that for myself. It's so weird though. Like, yeah. I made fun of you hardcore when I was at Starbucks. Oh, yeah. No, it's really funny. But, like, it's, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. (laughs) I'd probably be a weird tangent. Like, let's talk about how weird it is that people make fun of other people for, like, pumpkin stuff. Oh, it just means you're basic. Hey, spoiler alert. Hmm? You open up my fridge, look at my coffee creamer. Pumpkin Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin. You are a basic bitch. Which, granted, I didn't get that one. Morgan did. I wanted her to get me Reese's. Is that the excuse you use? Well, no, I've got the pumpkin one before. I didn't like it. Uh, that's why she got it then she's just i sent her know, for reese's and she got pumpkin she just she knows how to troll she knows how to troll but well, all right i guess we'll uh we'll take a short break and then we'll uh we're gonna jump into deadpool versus gambit let's do this v gambit the v's for versus <laughs> all right we're back from our break welcome back my daughter shit her pants. Yeah, she did. It was fucking it was hardcore. A pretty bad blowout. Like where it was up in the front waist. That's disgusting. Like usually they go out the back. Yeah. No, this one. Not this one. It was a front. It was a front exploder. It's very liquidy too. <laughs> and she just hung Gross. out. Gross. And my wife has is pretending sausage is a dick. Cool. I'd do it. You you would like do it with more probably as a sausage. I I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't look her in the face. No one ever does. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so uh, we're going to go over Deadpool v. Gambit. Let's do this. And uh, I love it because people hate Gambit. How do, you, how do you feel about Channing Tatum as Gambit? You know what? At first, I was kind of a little uneasy about it because uh-huh. of the fact that, like, I love Channing Tatum. I do. I think that he is. Well, he is very nice to look at but not only that but the roles that he's been in have been semi-decent except for that jupiter ascending that's the part that made me uneasy because no. in that one he had an accent and you know 
Remy so, has a very distinguishable accent. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, Channing Tatum's kind of got the southern charm to him, but can he pull off that Louisiana draw? Yeah. Because it's, um, it's a total different accent than just a southern draw. Absolutely it is. Like, and, it's very distinctive. I mean, they, they pronounce Remy's, I mean... Frenchness throughout it too. Oh yeah. So, um, but then I saw a picture of him after you know they said it was off and then they said it was coming back on. I saw yeah. a picture of him. I think it's still on, right? Yeah, it's still on as of now. I think they lost their writer, but they got another one. And I wow. saw a picture of him, you know, in Gambit's picturesque get up, yeah, outfit. Which I have a funny story about how he got that jacket, by the way. And he actually looks really freaking good. They even got his his eyes because little with known the red, yeah, yeah, little known fact with Gambit's eyes is he can technically manipulate people and control them through his gaze. Really, he can. That's the whole that. point of his. That that's the point of you know like his eyes and stuff. How they glow is the fact that he can he can essentially control people through them and like make suggestions that they'll sway towards him. But once you know about it, then the charm it's a hypnotic charm. Then it doesn't work on you anymore. But um, I mean, they had his eyes glowing and everything. I thought it was really neat. So see, that's what you get when you bring someone who loves X Men. I love X Men so much. And Megan. stop it. The funny story about Gambit's jacket is is that when he was a kid on one of his first missions, he was standing outside a mansion scouting it out Mm -hmm. um, when he was a part of the Thieves Guild. He was on a mission, and um, he was really cold. And he's like, man, he's like, when I get back into town, I'm going to steal a cool-ass jacket and wear it. And when he got back in town, he just stole a cool-ass jacket and wore it. And that's that's how he got his jacket. So, like, in the X-Men cartoons, my two favorite are always Gambit and Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's pretty I awesome. I love those. I've always liked those, too. It was yeah. like, Gambit was like the cool guy who's yeah. like, I'll help you out, but I'm not really part of you. Kind of like <laughs> He's got rebel. that bad boy. Yeah, he's that ba- bad like boy persona to boy. him. Ew. But, uh. Why? Look at this. Just read this real quick. Tell me why that's any of their concern. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Sorry. Let's get back we'll on talk topic. About, we'll talk more about that after this. <laughs> All right, so Deadpool Free Gambit. Okay. It uh pretty much the whole issue is them chasing each other. <laughs> yeah. Like it starts out and uh It starts out like they, they meet in front of a what is it, a movie theater? They're waiting in line for something. Yeah, I and forget. I didn't realize this was like it was all a flashback. Yeah, well, until the very end, I don't don't know if you're supposed to. (laughs) It's just it's hilarious because like they when you first see them, like from the from the very beginning when they're like Gambit and he's like Wade and they're looking at each other Mm -hmm. and then you think they're about to fight because it shows them like they're about to draw their weapons and they go into their flashback and it starts you know with Spider Man in there talking. Yeah, Spider Man in his costume in a suit. Yeah, at a at a museum, and. Then all of a sudden, what is it? Daredevil comes crashing through, and they start yeah. fighting. And they're like, "Why are we fighting? Probably a difference of political or philosophical reasons." Yeah, they're like, <laughs> they're essentially breaking down like any hero fight. Yeah, that has happened from Batman v Superman to Captain America the MCU to the actual Civil War comics. I don't know if you noticed this, but especially in these first few. Um, scenes right here it's mm-hmm. actually more of like the classical old school comic type style yeah to kind of give you that impression of the corniness and campiness of it of what they're trying to accomplish in there yeah. like especially spider-man which is i mean just hilarious and like the the nice part about it is so they they're essentially going this we found out later like a predetermined route yeah of this whole fight and it's, they're just it's all a show narrating the yeah. whole thing 
<laughs> and at the end, you fi- you find out it's actually Deadpool and Gambit. Yeah. Which I figured Deadpool would have been in. No, no, my Deadpool was in the Spider-Man costume. He was, yeah. And Gambit was in the Daredevil. Mm-hmm. But like, as you're reading it, like Spider-Man and Deadpool, or Spider-Man and Gambit, Spider-Man and Daredevil. <laughs> Don't look right. Yeah. They look a little like... And their speech is weird, too, the way they're communicating with each other. Like, it's a very odd dialogue going on between the two of them. I'm not even going to look in that general direction She's making me so angry. I'm not doing it. I've looked. She knows... (laughs) This is my wife, people. She knows the way to just piss me off is to try to distract us when we're doing a podcast. That's why you can't give her attention. If you do, she wins. My blood boils. You just got to stay focused. Focus on the comics. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, so they just they just look off. Like I mean, short of Spider Man in a suit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so essentially, like I said, they they go this whole predetermined route. Yeah, they get to the end. We find out it was all for a ban- uh, like a to rob diamonds. Yeah, they were stealing a bag of diamonds for yeah. this for this henchman guy for this third yeah, party because one of the places they go through is like some criminal headquarters. Yeah, what do they call them, Fowler or something like that? I think so. Yeah, and like you don't catch it till the end, mm-hmm. and then they kind of like go to cross each other because that henchman yeah like planted a gun. He did. He planted a yeah. gun under the table and Gambit thought it was Gambit Deadpool's. thought it was Deadpool and of course Deadpool, you know, at the you saw at the very end of it mm-hmm. was like, "Well, if, you know, I did have a gun on me. Yeah. <laughs> it was strapped to my back. It was I was off my if back. I was going to double cross, I'd do it anyway." Yeah. And then <laughs> I loved it cuz they when they actually fought, they did the route backwards. backwards. <laughs> and they even questioned themselves, "Why are we doing it backwards? Will it only make sense we did this forward so many times?" Goodness gracious. And what's even funnier is the fact that you have the actual Daredevil and Spider-Man here in the comics yeah. wondering why everybody keeps saying that they're fighting in the street and they have to like Yeah, they're go just and like on a lunch date. Yeah, in a hipster neighborhood. In a super hipster neighborhood. Oh my goodness. Like cuz I think they even mentioned like they're the only ones without beards at some point. I know that there's something said about vegan and then vegan and they're like what's vegan they're like he doesn't eat beans duh oh yeah he doesn't eat beans <laughs> and then at the very end they just run back into uh the guy who caused them to fight yeah and he just nonchalantly has another proposition for him it's it's just it's really funny because at the beginning you think that they're gonna start fighting and even some guy in line says if you're gonna fight step out of line yeah. and at the end of it you see that they already know that all of it was a triple cross as they say by this third party and yeah. then they're just like hey friends <laughs> which like that. I was telling you before if anybody's gonna be friends in the Marvel Cinematic Universe it should absolutely be Wade Wilson and Remy LeBeau because they are like I mean they're like two peas in pods honestly now prior to this one do they have a friendship like throughout because I know typically it's Spider Man Deadpool. Well, uh, yeah, but I uh, say that is the most well-known partnership between yeah. between we did, Deadpool. Uh, we did a couple issues of uh, Spider-Man Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, we did one and two, and it talks about, like, Deadpool's whole thing is he's trying to be better, essentially, for Spider-Man. I know that... I'm trying to see... Um... I'm trying to see when exactly they first met because I don't remember when they first met themselves. But I know because you, I mean, Deadpool has been a part of 
the X-Men for a very short period. Yeah. Um, on and off through Uncanny and then I think X-Factor and mm-hmm. I want to say New Mutants too. Yeah. Around the same times that Gambit has. Um, but I don't think that they've really had any sort of standalone comic series for just the two of them. Yeah, I think that's right. Because everything Gambit is always either focused around his past mm-hmm. or, you know, Gambit has his own standalone with Wolverine. Yeah. And then, of course, since on-again, off-again relationship with Rogue. Yeah, I was going to say, have they done a whole lot of Gambit-like lines in comics? They have. There's a lot of Gambit in comics. They're really. Like, he was introduced in 1990. So yeah. he's been a part of, you know, just about everything that's progressed since then, too. Well, I know he's been a part of it as far as, like, solo lines. Yeah. Yeah, because he was, I mean, when he, because as like, at first, you don't get his past until like a flashback and like X Factor or something like that. Yeah. And then, um, you know, because he was a part of the Thieves Guild and he mm-hmm. worked with Mr. Sinister before he, you know, decided to just go off on his own and was like, you know, exploring the wasteland. Well, not exploring, but yeah. just, you know, going through the wastelands and came across Storm, who was powerless, and he helped her. Because he does actually have a moral code, but he was raised by thieves his yeah. whole life. So it's going to so, be a little skewed. Yeah, so that's why when he event, you know, when he brings Storm and then he meets the rest of the X Men, and a lot of them are uneasy about his presence because they know the fact that he's got a really shady past yeah. and some of them want to believe that he's looking for redemption, but then he'll go and he'll do something like uh, with the Messiah complex line. I mean, he ended up stealing, um, stealing. Um, oh goodness. Now I'm drawing a blank. Um, Summer's Summer's daughter. I'm drawing a blank on her name for some reason. Let me, cause I don't know if you've ever read the Messiah complex line. No, but it's I, I don't, Jean I don't Grey have a lot of uh, and, background in Marvel comics. I'll say it's Jean Grey and Scott Summers' daughter. I think it's I think it's Faith Summers or I'm pretty sure it's Faith Summers. Um, but you know she is supposed she's the first mutant that's born after a time when there's no more mutants that have been born and she's born and she's you know supposed to be the savior. She becomes yeah. a Dark Phoenix eventually. But oh, sure. um, okay. yeah, uh, but he actually. I think at one point he steals her or tries to steal her to present her to Mr. Sinister or something like that. Oh and it's, God. yeah, like he, he bounces back and forth, but I yeah. think his intentions at the time were well being, but he came off as shady while trying to do it. Yeah. Um, but he's, but ha- he's got a been, past. Has there ever been just like the comic book Gambit? There has. Has there? There has. Um, I have here. Like to me, he's not of course power wise or even like, sort of like how the character is, but like how he's used. Mm-hmm. He seems very close to the way Static Shock is used in DC. Static Shock, they haven't been able to get a really good line going yeah. or continue. Um, you ever listened to Fat Man on Batman? No. So I've talked about this before. Uh, Fat Man on Batman's podcast with Kevin Smith and this guy named Mark Bernard. And Mark Bernard has actually worked in comics. In New 52, they started a Static Shock uh, line and they gave it to him. And I think he was contracted for, like, let's just say six issues. Yeah. Uh, when he finished his third issue and handed it in, they told him, like, yeah, we're go ahead and finish those other ones, but we're killing the static shock line. Oh. But they've never got an actual, like, good running static shock. But he's a great character. Yeah. Um, like, have you heard CW's doing Black Lightning show? I have. I've yes. seen a trailer for that, too. There are talks of them bringing static shock into it. At oh, some point. That'd be interesting. Which I'd love, because I loved him since they did the 90s cartoon, yeah. Static Shock. That's where I first met him. I didn't realize he was a DC character back then. But that's kind of how I see Gambit. Like, I feel like he's not used enough, or like... Didn't they already do a Static Shock 
cartoon? Well, yeah, that's us say in the 90s. They did one. Oh, no. I think there was, like, a knockoff Static Shock cartoon, actually, on, uh, like, Disney Channel or something. I think that's what I'm thinking of. It was, like, really corny when I saw it. Yeah, I mean, the one they had back in the day was on WB. It was, on, uh, it was like, Saturday morning cartoon on the WB network. That might be it, then. That might be what I'm thinking of. Where he was on, like, a trash pail. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the legit one. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, I was trying to look up the exact dates for you for when Gambit was introduced into his own series, because he's actually got multiple. Uh, yeah, he had his first series released in 1993 called, you know, Gambit. Um, and then okay. again, Volume 2 was released in 1997. Okay. So he's had his own multiple line, but, I mean, the bulk of his popularity honestly came from the X-Men animated show. That's where I knew him from. So that's where most of our generation knows yeah. him from. And... Um, and then that amazing Gambit in the Wolverine movie. You know what? I can't knock it too much because he wasn't he wasn't terrible. And they, I mean, they showed him in his traditional garb. What they did to Deadpool in that is is just absolutely an abomination. That's, That's a whole another story on itself. I can't knock him too terribly because they showed him with his bow staff and they showed him, you yeah. know, charging his cards, which is his one of his signature moves. Now here's here's a question, and at first this made me mad, but now that I'm learning more about him. I may just not have known. Yeah. The part where he, like, manipulates the cards to, like, fly in the air the way he did. I was, in the cartoon, you just think that he charged them and he's really good at throwing them. Yeah. In the comics, does he have the power to, like, manipulate them to, like, like go up and float around and shit? No, absolutely. He has the power to manipulate any sort of kinetic energy okay. whatsoever. Because I saw that and it made me, because, like I said... I was only. I thought his power was he can charge things. Well, he, he does. He's he really good at. He char- He is, and he is an expert card thrower, and that's yeah. the bulk of it. And what he does is, because uh, like I said, um, beginning he his powers are, you know, he has complete control over anything, you know, kinetic energy wise. He's got the hypnotic eyes. Yeah, which he can charge, and then it's kinetic. Well, the so. smaller, the smaller the uh, yeah, anything that has the potential for energy. So the smaller the object, the quicker it is for him to charge, and he throws them like they're, and then they blow up like hand grenades. Yeah. The larger the object, the longer it takes to charge. So his playing cards are, you know, the easiest for him to do, aside from small rocks, which you see in that comic, when he's throwing the rocks at Wade's yeah. face and making him explode. But he's an expert card thrower. Yeah. And so he can also um, um, later on because he you know he's in the apocalypse line and mm. he eventually takes over aside from Archangel he takes over as the uh, the fourth horseman death okay. and when he takes that persona I mean he almost has Omega level mutant powers and it's sure. insane just what he can do um, he loses all those powers after the apocalypse line obviously and goes through like a treatment process he also loses his eyesight and is able to teach himself to read his cards like tarot cards and foresee what's going to happen once he gets his eyesight back he loses that ability again but um i mean he he has a lot of untapped potential i think even at one point he's able to uh not time travel but like cross dimensions or something like that because he can essentially control energy and energy is limitless so so in that scene where he manipulates cards makes him like fly that was on point yeah you could absolutely do that okay normally he just throws them but he could he can make all that and i didn't know that and i was like he could he can control them i mean depending on you know what stage he is and his powers and whatnot well that's awesome all right so uh i think we're gonna cut it there all right we can do that Krista, thank you for coming. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. It was I would say that it's awesome, but I had to talk to you for an hour and a half. Yourself. So, <laughs> ah. But uh, 
You'll be on again. We'll, we'll have other people, and hopefully my wife won't be here. That would, uh... Hopefully we'll probably, be divorced by then. That'd we'll be do pleasant. this in an alleyway. I mean, yeah, one can hope, yeah, right? I just gotta steal this laptop from her. I mean, because once she leaves you, that means that she can go find somebody better. So. Yeah, I mean... Or she can just raise Aurora by herself. She'd probably be a better... She's a parent. strong, black, independent woman. Woo! She getting it. She getting she it. She getting it. <laughs> but all right, guys, as usual, check out our social media sites. Uh, all of it's at Two Dads in a Comic, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Get them plugs in, boy. Yeah, I know. I always got to pull them up. I always forget. Oh. Last week, I actually had to record separately for one. Well, that's awkward. Well, we got a little excited on the conversation, and we ended it, and I was like, oh, uh, we didn't do that. So I just recorded, and we added in later. It all works. Well, anytime you want to talk about Marvel Comics again, just hit me up. Cause I, uh, I'm going to make you do DC stuff. Then you're going to have the most boring show on the face of the planet. Nah, it'll still be good. But, I could probably uh, hold my own enough in maybe Flash or Batman at fine. least. Yeah. Because a lot of it is just us just bullshitting. That's true. That's what pretty much 90% of this show was. So. Pretty much. Talk about your hot mom. <laughs> I don't want to talk about my mom. All right? My mom, Dorothy Mantooth, is a saint. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and you you should take her out to a steak dinner and then call her again. <laughs> I'm never you calling her again. Coffee, half caramel, half vanilla, four shots of she up. likes fucking sweet coffee is what she likes. Well, so do I. Well, ugh, we can tell. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right. And also, everybody, if you're in the, uh... Was it... What... Eastern Georgia? No, Western Georgia. Western North Carolina. Western North Carolina area. Well, no, I'm thinking uh, Mountain Man. Mountain Man Countess is in Blue Ridge. So Blue Ridge. So Eastern Georgia. Georgia. No, that's Northeast Georgia. Northeast Georgia. We're in Western Carolina. Well, I knew it was in Eastern Georgia. I don't know. I don't know how states work. (laughs) I don't know how geography works. So you have to have a higher education level than eighth grade in order to understand that. So. If you're anywhere in the Georgia area, <laughs> eastern, northern particularly, Blue yeah. Ridge, yeah. Uh, check out Mountain Man Comics. They'll hook you up with anything Great you need. place. They work on every sort of pull list. They got me on my Legion Quest mm-hmm. and everything in. I actually, I went to do a, a, a live video on it because we talk about it a lot, but like, yeah. I wanted to show it and my service wasn't working. So Unfortunate. Yeah, I'm hopefully going to do a live, a Facebook like live thing next time I'm there. I don't know. Maybe I'll hook up their Wi-Fi. Probably what I should have done. Yeah. But uh, they have awesome uh, statues up there, ton of pops. They got Chase Pops up there. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm, oh, I might yeah, have to check them out. They got some good ones. I have a story to tell you when we're done with this about Chase Pops. Sweet. Yep. <laughs> but uh, check them out. And as always, this episode of Two Dads and a Comic was produced in part by our friends at Bookshop Media, an independent online entertainment company dedicated to nerd and pop culture. Their content's always free, but supported by listeners like you. Go to patreon.com slash bookshopmedia. Support podcasts like Two Dads and Comic and many more to come. Night.